Welcome to episode 29 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and today I want to give you four reasons why you need a mentor and give you three suggestions on how to find one. Let's dive in. Well, let's start with a question. What is a mentor? Now, in our modern business-driven world, a mentor is someone we often turn to for advice, for wisdom, or for insight. Now, mentoring is a huge hot topic right now. And what's interesting is what I mean by the word mentoring is really more associated with this idea of discipleship than what the business world would call mentoring. See, mentoring often has this idea of, okay, I go to this mentor and I ask them for their wisdom and their experience. But discipleship is coming to someone and allowing that someone to press me into Jesus and Jesus's wisdom and his presence, not merely just someone's experience. So even though mentoring can be a tremendous benefit for your job, for your marriage or family or whatever area of your life, spiritually, we should be more interested in discipleship than what the world would typically call, quote unquote, mentoring. Now, mentoring is often about making me better, but discipleship is a is actually just a call to die. Let me read you a passage. Luke chapter 9, verse 23 through 25. Jesus says, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? So get this idea. Christian mentoring or discipleship is not focused on the mentor, but rather upon Jesus Christ. So the mentor serves to encourage or press or challenge us in our spiritual walk so that we can grow in our understanding of God's word to deepen our in, a, in our relationship with Jesus Christ and to practically build our life around Jesus Christ. In essence, it's to experience a Christianity that actually works. Now you realize that whether we call it mentoring or Christian discipleship, we have lost something in today's generation. See, in times past, older generations would often pour into the younger generations. Biblically, you can see this in Paul. Here he is. He's pouring his life into Timothy or or into Silas. Here's Jesus. He takes his life and he pours it into 12 disciples. And the idea is not just merely for it to stop in that individual, but as Paul encourages Timothy, I want to disciple you so that you would disciple others who disciple others who disciple others. And yes, I would say it is hugely helpful to have someone who has walked the path well, who literally shows us the way, who would give us encouragement and challenge us to do the same. And again, I don't care if you want to call it mentoring or discipleship. In my mind, it's actually the same thing, that Christian mentorship or Christian discipleship is merely allowing someone to really take us under their wing and really press us into Jesus Christ and his word. And you realize we all need this, that we were made for relationship, that the Christian life isn't meant to be a, a lone ranger. Let, let me give you two quick passages. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says this, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And the idea here is 
We, we need each other. Why? Because as iron sharpens iron, it's in that close proximity and relationship that we find ourselves being sharpened and, and, and really being effectively used and, and really pressed into what we are made for. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 and 10 says this, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Back in episode number seven, I was talking about five ways to grow in Jesus. And I mentioned this statement, quote, if you want a secret trick to moving forward faster and deeper in your spiritual life, find someone to mentor you, unquote. See, I've been greatly impacted by mentors throughout my life. In fact, probably better to say these people who have taken me under their wing and really led me into discipleship, into actually experiencing the reality of the Christian life. And I've been so greatly impacted by this idea of Christian mentorship or discipleship that I have been pressed to pour into the next generation. So as I've been looking back upon my life and upon the word of God, I want to give you four reasons why you need a spiritual mentor, why you need Christian discipleship. So let me walk through these. Now, again, I'm going to put this in the context or the language of a mentor, but really what I'm talking about is Christian discipleship. So I'm not talking about business mentoring. I'm not talking about the the hot topic of the day. I'm talking about this idea of Christian spiritual mentorship and discipleship. So let's get into this. Four reasons why you need a spiritual mentor. Number one, mentors provide insight, information, and wisdom for our lives. You realize that one of the neat benefits of having a mentor or a discipler in your life is that they can give you life counsel or outside perspective for your decisions. They give you a fresh perspective or they give you someone to bounce ideas off of. So here you are in the middle of making a decision. It's really helpful to come to someone and say, hey, I've, I've been pondering these choices. Do you have any suggestions? Do you have, do you have any advice? Do you have any insight from, the, from your study in the word that you can really help me walk through these difficult questions or experiences or life situations? See, a true godly mentor is going to continually bring you back to the authority of God's word and say, well, hey, let's, let's look into scripture. What does the word of God say about your particular situation? I love Proverbs eleven fourteen, which says, where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And that's really what a mentor does, that a Christian godly mentor or discipler literally just continually presses you back into the word of God and says, all right, let, yeah, I can share my own you know, insight and information and experience from my life. But let me take you to the word of God and let's study this afresh. And I want you to see what God's word has to say for your problem or your question or your situation. So number one, mentors provide insight, information, and wisdom for our lives. Why? Because they continually bring us back to the authority of God's word. Number two, mentors promote spiritual growth through discipleship. I myself have so greatly benefited from this. See, I have grown more deeper and faster when I had someone purposely, intentionally pouring into my life. See, a Christian godly mentor consistently challenges and pushes us to go farther and faster. See, they refuse to let us settle and just merely coast. See, a true godly mentor is interested in our spiritual growth. And as such, they're really going to take us under the wing and, and really disciple us. In other words, they're going to really walk through concepts. They're going to ask tough questions. 
Have you ever had someone walk up in your life and ask you those tough questions? I made a short list of some of these great questions. For example, are you even growing? Well, how are you growing? Are you reading and studying God's word? Are you spending time in prayer? How are those inward attitudes and motives changing? Are you the same person you were a year ago? See, I'm not interested in merely the fluffiness and just, hey, how's your day going? Oh, great. All right. Hope you have a a better week next week. See, I want someone to really challenge me and push me and, and really force me to cling tight to Jesus Christ. See, it's not just my outward actions that I'm interested in because, hey, I can fake that stuff. See, I want someone to ask me about my inner attitudes and motives. Why did I do that? What was my motive behind that action? Or why did I say that particular statement? Was it out of pride or selfishness or self-protection? Or was I really trying to serve someone in love? See, am I really reading and studying God's word? Or am I you know, just kind of casually going through my day and saying, yeah, 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 I, I read the Bible today. But see, I want someone to press me and say, all right, tell me what you're reading. Hey, hey, give me some insights of your studies. See, a spiritual mentor is, is really going to help you grow through this process of discipleship. They're going to continually bring us back to God's word and really help us grab a hold of the truths contained therein. Number three, mentors preach hard truth lovingly. Again, as I already mentioned, see, godly mentors are going to hold us accountable. They're going to encourage and press us all the more into Jesus. See, a good godly spiritual mentor doesn't tell us what we want to hear. They tell us what we need to hear. And yes, at times that's going to be hard to hear. Yes, at times that's that's going to be a little painful when they begin to reveal junk in our lives. But you realize that a true godly mentor in love needs to speak forth truth. And I don't know about you, but I need someone speaking truth in my life. I don't want things just sugar-coated. I want the truth spoken boldly, but yet in love. And that's what a great mentor will do. And lastly, number four, mentors practice what they preach and they help you to do the very same. Now, the reason I want someone as a mentor is because they've proven themselves. Now, I get it. They're not perfect. And, and, and hey, they're not going to make every decision correct every single time. And, and, and hey, I understand all that. But I want someone who has gained a grip on the Christian life. See, I want someone who has proven faithfully and consistently in their walk with Christ. See, I want someone who's continually growing and maturing. See, I want someone that has something that I crave and desire. And I want them to really show me how they got it. See, I want them to say, hey, Nathan, this is this is how I've had this vibrant prayer life. Hey, let me, let me help you get into God's word and, and really show you what it means to pray. See, I love this idea in the Gospels where the disciples come to Jesus and say, Jesus, wow, we've seen something in your prayer life. Could you teach us how to pray? And of course, Jesus gives them the Lord's Prayer. But obviously, the disciples saw something in the prayer life of Jesus that they craved and desired to have themselves. See, when I look for a good mentor, I want someone who's really walked what they're talking. See, I want someone who has proven out the realities and again, I understand they're not perfect, but see, I want someone who has a grip, who, who actually has substance. I don't want someone who just talks a big talk, but yet lives a fruitless, futile life. I want someone living a bold, epic Christian life that actually works. See, holy living can be difficult. The Christian life was not meant to be easy. 
And yes, sometimes we go through seasons where temptations or just life trials are more intense than other times. And having someone who has walked that path before you and has been there, done that, can be an added encouragement to us. See, someone who says, hey, I've been through that trial myself. Let me tell you what God did in my life. And let me point you back to what the word of God says for this situation. That is huge. One of my greatest mentors that I've just like has had a huge impact on my life. One of the reasons he's had such an impact on my life is because I've really watched how he lives. See, I've been able to see behind the scenes and I've seen the stress and I've seen the ministry, just the pressures. And it's been fun just to say, how are you going to handle that situation? Hey, what are you going to do in this moment? And that has been hugely encouraging. I've seen what a godly life can look like lived out in just the everyday moments and difficulties and trials and great times of life. See, a good mentor pressures you into what I would say is the Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 idea. Let me read Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 for you. It declares this, lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily entangles us and run with endurance the race set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. See, a good godly mentor has laid aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles, and they're running with endurance the race that is set before them. See, they've kept Jesus as their focal point, and they're looking back saying, hey, run this way with me. Hey, I've, I've, I've run this race. Hey, hey, why don't you follow in my footsteps kind of an idea. Now, I understand I'm not using that per- person as the model picture of what a godly lo- looks like. I understand that is Jesus alone. I, hey, I understand that, that that person is not, hey, is, they're not on a pedestal and, and yeah, they haven't done it perfectly. I get all that. But see, like Paul who said, hey, follow me as I follow Christ. See, I want someone who has walked this beaten path before me and says, hey, I'm running after Jesus Christ. I've laid aside the weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us and I am running with endurance. So I'm calling you to run alongside me. Let me, let me show you the correct posture of how to run. Let me, let me show you the correct leg movements on how to run this Christian race that is set before us. And let us all just look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. See, I want someone speaking in my life a bold message that is consistently yelling at me, keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't you need that too? So those are four reasons why you need a spiritual mentor. Again, number one, mentors provide insight, information, and wisdom for our lives in large part because they're consistently bringing us back to the authority of God's word. Number two, mentors promote spiritual growth through discipleship. Number three, mentors preach hard truth lovingly. And number four, mentors practice what they preach and they help you do the same. So What are some ways to find a mentor? In other words, all right, Nathan, this is great. How do I find somebody like that? So let me give you really quick three ways or three ideas for how you can find a spiritual mentor. Number one, look for ongoing relationships. Now, this could be either formal or informal. A formal ongoing relationship is where you walk up to somebody, typically of the same gender, and you say, hey, uh, Bob, could you could you take me under your wing for a season? Hey, could I meet with you once a week or once a month? And could I just, could we talk through topics? And could, could you help me walk through the word? And can I ask questions about my life situation? And, and it's kind of a formalized uh, process of mentoring. 
But there's also the informal where you say, hey, Bob, can I just have, can I have lunch with you one day? I just have some questions and I just want to really just press you in or, you know, just kind of ask you and can you walk me through some ideas? So whether you want to do it formally where, you know, you have a, you're actually walking through topics and that kind of thing, or whether there's just an ongoing informal time where you just kind of show up once a month or once every other week and just kind of have a conversation and just allow the conversation to be more organic, just those ongoing relationships are just hugely beneficial because there's someone that you can turn to again and again and again throughout your life. Now, I would encourage you, if you're going to have an ongoing mentoring relationship with somebody, to have a have an agreed upon deadline to reevaluate the mentorship. In other words, you know, our, in our culture today, there's not a lot of people who understand this idea of mentoring or, or they're a little bit intimidated by this idea of, hey, could you mentor me? And this idea of, well, how long? Like, how long do you want me to mentor you for? Well, how about forever? See, that's a little daunting. And what I've learned is it's a lot easier to say, hey, could you mentor me for about three months or six months? And then let's reevaluate. And if we both think this is really profitable and this has been good for both of us, then, hey, let's continue it. See, what you don't want is, you know, you're going to start out strong, but it has no defined ending. And then eventually starts getting awkward. You don't talk as much. And then you're like, am I, am I mentoring? Am I not being mentored? And see, it's just a lot easier to have this upfront agreed upon deadline that you'll just reevaluate. And even if it's just reevaluation every six months and hey, it may be for a, for a lifetime, but have some sort of an agreement to say, hey, this isn't forever. This is just for this period of time. And again, you can make this as formal or as informal as you'd like that. One idea if you're going to have this is if you want to be more formal, uh, consider the idea of reading books together or having a monthly topic. So say you go up to Bob and say, hey, Bob, hey, this month, can we talk about marriage? And next month, can we talk about family? And and then, hey, the next month after that, let's let's talk about Bible study. And then the next month after that, let's talk about prayer. And, and so you actually have a monthly topic that you can you can be generating questions and he could be thinking through some, some things of how to really press you and encourage you in those particular areas. So number one, look for potential ongoing relationships where you can find someone of the same gender who will just have an investment in your life kind of for a longer term season. Number two, a second way to find a spiritual mentor is just look for those one-time opportunities. Now, there's probably a lot of people in your environment that you could sit down with for a cup of coffee or for lunch. And it's not that you have to have an ongoing relationship with them as much as maybe you just have a one opportunity to sit down and ask them questions. Uh, for example, uh, let's say you're in this process of getting married and, and you find this older couple in your church who've been married for 60 years. Well, maybe, maybe you do want an ongoing relationship with them to help you walk through the early stages of marriage. But maybe you could just have one time over coffee with them where you say, hey, could, could I take you guys out for coffee and can I just ask some questions about marriage and, and how on earth you guys survived 60 years and the secrets behind that and, and, and wow, how do you love each other like that? And, and wow, how did you put Jesus in the center of your marriage? And see, there's a lot of one-time opportunities that you could take advantage of. And lastly, number three, a great way to find a spiritual mentor is through resources. See, one of the key ways that I am mentored is actually not in relationship. Now, yes, I do have people in my life that are mentoring me and, and I could call them whenever I need to. And But a lot of that's not ongoing relationship. They're just kind of there as a support system in my life that I could call whenever I have questions or have a crisis or have a need. But the, one of the key ways that I am continually growing and being mentored is through resources. I'm constantly reading books. I'm listening to podcasts all the time. 
I'm going through online courses. I'm listening to lots and lots of sermons. I read Christian magazines and and those kind of resources that are really going to spur me in my faith and drive me deeper into Jesus Christ. See, over the years, I have been personally mentored by men like Andrew Murray and Oswald Chambers, C.T. Studd, Hudson Taylor, Samuel Bringle, A.O.W. Tozer, Spurgeon, Ian Thomas, ladies like Amy Carmichael, Corey Timboom, and countless other men and women. Why? Because I've listened to their sermons, I've read their books, I've read their articles, and, and, and I've literally tried to find as many other resources from them as I feasibly can. Now, you recognize that everybody on that list has already died, and yet their words have a legacy to them. They're constantly fresh, they're constantly new, and every time I read Andrew Murray or Oswald Chambers or A.W. Tozer or Hudson Taylor or Corey Timboom, I'm only pressed into Jesus Christ all the more. Try reading a Charles Spurgeon sermon without just seeing the centrality of Jesus Christ. See, Spurgeon was all about a f- one single focus, which was Jesus Christ. Now, I get it. Meeting with someone, yes, gives access to their life and wisdom and experience, and that is phenomenal, and it proves invaluable. Now, I've had several older godly men in my life who poured into me throughout the years, and the time with these men have been incredibly transforming as I've had the opportunity to ask them questions and really see how they live and respond amidst difficult situations and really glean insights from conversations. And that's one of my favorite things to do is spend time with these godly men. But again, don't don't just reject or don't just pass by the idea of getting into other resources. There are so many great books and, and sermons that you can listen to that'll literally mentor you or disciple you, press you in to the deeper stuff. Well, Let me give you two ideas as an extension of this idea of where to look. If you're looking for a great place to find great resources on just epic Christianity or just a practical Christianity that actually works, let me give you two of my all-time favorites. Now, I'm biased. I totally understand that. But I think I'm biased for a good reason. I love these two places. Number one, check out BraveHeartedChristian.com. Now, I'm a part of that team, so again, I'm biased. But one of the big reasons I love working with Eric and Leslie Ludi and the Bravehearted team is because we are creating resources that are acquainting individuals with historical Christianity, a practical Christianity that is actually working. In other words, we're actually walking people through practical discipleship training. I love that. Leslie Ludi produces a magazine every other month for a woman called the Set Apart Girl Magazine. And it's for women of all ages, but it's continually pressing women to go deeper into Jesus Christ. See, we have resources and podcasts and articles and videos all pointing people unto Jesus Christ. And secretly, one of the reasons I really, really love what we're doing is because we're going back into the ancient stuff, the, the legends of yesteryear and saying, hey, have you heard these guys? You need to listen to this. Wow, you need to read this old sermon. Wow, you need to discover this biography. And it's really a reacquainting of the old, classic, rich lives. Oh, I love it. Something else to consider is that this fall, Bravehearted Christian is actually launching a new discipleship training program called Bravehearted Personal Discipleship. Perhaps you don't have a lot of godly influences around you. Well, consider taking one week and being with us here live on campus in Windsor, Colorado. And then it's a hundred day online discipleship program that really walks you through the basics of Christianity and really helps you discover and live a Christian life that actually 
works. So one great place for just great resources that are going to press you into Jesus, that would be BraveheartedChristian.com. And obviously biased, another great resource is my website, DeeperChristian.com. So one of my desires is to help Christians build their life around Jesus Christ. And I'm working toward creating an ever-increasing library of articles and videos and audios and classic books and biographies and online courses and other resources to do just that. So this is a shameless plug, but if you're not a member of the Deeper Christian community, I highly encourage you to do so. Not only do you get access to exclusive content, but you'll be notified whenever I release any new resources and several of which, by the way, are in the queue to launch this fall. I'm so excited for what this fall is going to hold. Which reminds me, a year ago, I wrote a book called The Five Pillars of Christian Growth, where I talk about five key areas that cause tremendous growth in our Christian lives. So if you're interested in living intentional in your spiritual life and really growing deep into Jesus Christ, well, then I encourage you to pick up a copy of The Five Pillars of Christian Growth as a free download on the deeperchristian.com website. So if you're interested, check out deeperchristian.com and click on the free resources button at the top right to become a member of the community and access not only that book, but several other great resources that's going to help you spur you on in your pursuit of Jesus Christ. Let's take this mentoring concept one step further. I would encourage you not just to take, but also to give. In other words, yes, you need to find a mentor. You need to find someone, whether it be through an ongoing relationship, whether it be through just a one-time conversation, or whether you're reading people's books and listening to their uh, podcasts or their sermons or reading articles and whether, whether, whatever means that looks like, I encourage you not just to take, but to give. In other words, don't just be mentored, but become a spiritual guide, a, a mentor, a, a godly discipler of somebody else. See, you can take someone in the next generation and say, Hey, let me point you unto Jesus Christ. Let me, let me help you study God's word. Let me show you what it means to aggressively pursue Jesus Christ with full abandonment. So whether you just take someone, you know, a decade younger than you, or whether you take some peers and say, Hey, let's all run this race together. I would encourage you not, don't just be mentored, but become a mentor and like pour your life out. Literally allow Jesus to use you to bring up the next generation as people who are fully aggressively focused on Jesus Christ and building their life around him. Well, I want to introduce you to a new segment of the Deeper Christian Podcast. Each week, I have the joy and privilege of producing the Bravehearted Voices Podcast for Bravehearted Christian. Now, the Bravehearted Voices Podcast is a collection of some of the best audio messages from the last hundred years from men and women who are standing firm upon the Word of God and who are continually keeping their focus upon Jesus Christ and really pressing everyone who listens to do the same thing. So this is an experiment. But I want to give you a brief clip from the most recent sermon we released with the encouragement that if you like it, well, hey, go listen to the entire message. Again, this is just one of those mentoring concepts where I'm trying to provide you resources that's going to help you deepen your faith and like grow in Christ and build your life around him. So here's a short clip from Bill McLeod's sermon, The Return of God's Glory. How is it in your heart? Have you ever known anything of the glory of God? the working of the Spirit through you? Dear people, are you concerned that the glory of God should return to our churches, return to 
our lives, our hearts, personally. I wonder, are we willing to pay the simple price, costly but simple, repentance, prayer, faith, identification with Christ, willing to suffer for his sake. Hereby we perceive the love of God because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. We are called to that. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. If you'd like to listen to the entire sermon, please visit the Bravehearted Voices podcast page on BraveheartedChristian.com or find a link to go directly to the sermon in the show notes page for this episode. And thanks again, as always, for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, including an article form of this podcast, an outline, as well as links to other resources and articles, please visit DeeperChristian.com forward slash 29 for episode 29. And until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.